the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right. Thanks for tuning in to SDORC Dirt Radio on KCBQ, 1170 AM, 96.1 FM. The answer. San Diego. Uh, Ed Stoven in the house, Audrey Mason. Today, it's just the two of us. We've got Dave Stalls out and about on the first time in a Sunday in, what, over a decade, years, I think. He's years. missing radio today. We are uh, excited to be covering for him. He's out in um, with GMC. He'll have I a- just got a text from him. He's at Diablo Drop-Off in Anza Borrego right oh, now. Oh, wow. I yeah. love the Diablo Drop-Off. I just texted him. I went up that a couple months ago. On my dirt bike. Uh, so I, I don't know what he's driving, but uh, Dave has this wonderful deal where he gets to test drive a wide variety of vehicles. And we love off-road stuff. And he drives off-road vehicles, but he also drives a lot of interesting on-road vehicles. Oh, yeah. And we've seen him come in anything from a Prius to a McLaren and everything in between. Yes. Yes. He's like, so lucky. So I, I'm very envious. Of- every week he drives a different car. So it's always... We, we get to the parking lot at the same time, and I'm always interested to see what he got this time, and, and what do you think of it? Do you like it? Sometimes it's electric. Sometimes it's hybrid. Sometimes they're full-on gasoline. Sometimes yep. it's a little SUV. Other times, oh, my God, look at this Corvette. This is the up-spec up one, and have you turned off traction control and punched it? OMG. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Well- he, he has a neat gig going on. So he's not in today, and Audrey and I are going to try to pull three hours of talk radio. And this is a lot for us because we're not seasoned professionals like Dave and some of the other staff here. But we're, we're going to do our best. We have a few people calling in. Uh, Desiree Bates will be on at 12.15. And um, that'll be great to talk to her. She is, she's been helping the San Diego Off-Road Coalition for many years and um, you look at her, you wouldn't think anything special, but she can really ride a dirt bike well. She has won numerous races in the women's classes over the years, and, and I've gone riding with her, and I'm I'm a pretty good rider, and I'm very comfortable running with her. She's a strong rider. And so what's going on is when the Akatia Wells lawsuit came way back, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago or, or more, um, the... The Desert Protection Council, Desert Protective Council, and Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility, they sued the state 
saying that they wanted to stop open riding in Akatia Wells. Right now, Akatia Wells is an open off-road vehicle area, which means you can go anywhere. You don't have to stay on the trails. And they wanted to make it into a stay-on-the-trails uh, park. So Desiree and I got together, and we said, we need to do something. Well, let's, let's start a separate thing that just works to keep Akatia Wells open. And I don't know if you knew, Audrey, that I, I actually bought the domain for Save Akatia Wells, and then Desiree said, no, we should do Fight for Akatia Wells. I said, well, that probably sounds better. So we went with hers, and she started a little group and worked with SDRSC. We did some fundraisers, and we raised some money. And now uh, the California Off-Road Vehicle Association petitioned the court to allow us to, to be part of the lawsuit. So Corva became part of the lawsuit. And then later, Corva allowed the other off-road group with David Hubbard and Ecologic. They all joined and they submitted evidence into the lawsuit. So Fight for Akatia Wells raised money, and we donated it to the people who intervened in the lawsuit. And Desiree has been a big part of us ever since. Yep, yep, thousands of dollars were... Thousands yep, of dollars. For, and Fight for Akatia... <clears throat> excuse me. Fight for Akatia Wells is a huge part of a social media platform. There's thousands of followers on it. She has earned herself a, a, a large following um, across California for Akatia Wells. Uh, she actually ended up getting inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame for her work. I think she uh, got an Impact Award. Yeah. I don't think she got full induction. I think it was a, an award. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to have her on to confirm that. She, yeah, we I think can talk she's about on, that because yeah. I was there when they gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and so and then after Desiree Bates, we've got a couple other things coming up as well this weekend. Um, oh yeah, to talk about Amy Reichard is going to call in, and she's running for county supervisor uh, for, right in San Diego. She actually represents me. If the the seat she's running for represents me, where I live in Claremont, and she's going up against Nathan Fletcher, and we'll talk a little bit about why she thinks she would do a better job than Nathan Fletcher. That, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then do you have somebody coming in, Audrey? Yeah, from the two to three hour today, we have South Coast RV Service Repair Center. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the Winborn uh, brothers to come in. It's Mother's Day, and so they are honoring their wives and their mom. Um, I was trying to get them to bring a wifey in and see, but um, we have Vis- uh, Chris Visconti, who will be joining us between two and three this afternoon. And Chris has been in the off-road industry for decades. He um, was an off-road advocate uh, uh, nonprofit C3 called Off-Road Outreach for, I don't know, 15 or 20 years, I believe, that he, um, you know, was an advocate and very active. And um, You talked about the Acorn Casino, yes, right? Because I remember Acorn stopping Casino. by there and seeing vehicles for raffle. Yeah, he he worked that. He would have a quad so for raffle or a dirt that. bike for raffle. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think Moto World was helping get those in there. Yep. Yep, that is correct. So yeah, anytime you see these these uh even these projects people do to help somebody, there there's somebody behind it. There's one person who's they they think of it, they conceive it, and they they not only uh come up with the idea, but they work through the whole frustrating process of making it happen. Yeah. So Chris has done that for years and it'd be fun to hear what he has to say about what he did and how he accomplished it. Sometimes there's a backstory of how you got the casino to do that, how you got the dealer, how did you get the vehicles? So 
That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and find out and learn his process and and see if we can uh, copycat. <laughs> oh yeah, well we can always learn. See if from we can him. earn from him. We can get another, uh, you know, one of those going where we get the proceeds donated to SDRC so that we could move forward. You know, with everything that's going on. In- Let's find out what he's up to. Maybe he has a lull in his life. He'd like to come help SDRC with. Some of our activities. I'm trying to rein them in. You'd be surprised. I, I South didn't Coast catch that until I just realized. Yeah, South Coast RV has been pretty active, and that's Chris pushing them, and and they're always down to help. They're big time off roaders, off road family. Um, they came and helped us at Panic Gorge. They were the big sponsor, bought the food and everything. Oh, really? Um, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. South Coast RV. They're pretty awesome. Um, so it's going to be a fun day today. I'm really excited. Uh, I just realized I forgot to do our lead-in commercial for Alpha Site Logistics when I oh, started. Oh, well, let's hear it. Alpha Site Logistics has been serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and many more services. If you have an event that you're putting on out in the desert, you should reach out to Alpha Site Logistics and let them know that SDURC sent them your way. Give them a call at 760-352-8383. Uh, did they give us a dumpster for the Painted Gorge cleanup? Yeah. Was that them? Yeah. Anytime that we need a dumpster, they fully support the San Diego Off-Road Coalition and any of uh, our events and what we do out there, our cleanups. Um, they provided our cleanup, our dumpster, wash stations, and toilets for the Lost Lizard Off-Road Fun Run. Um, they did the Painted Gorge dumpster. Um, they've done the super, uh, a separate from the Lost Lizard Superstition Cleanup one. Um, and uh, they're they're absolutely amazing company uh, supporting basically the Imperial County and the deserts out there because they also do the Bureau of Land Management for uh, Glamis and Gordon's Wells and stuff. You know, what's funny is the painted gorge clean up the dumpster. I just noticed that that was the nicest looking dumpster I've ever seen at a <laughs> desert cleanup. And I've been to a lot of cleanups. It, it was, had like new paint. There, It wasn't all dinged up and scratched up. Yeah, they that had. That was kind of funny. That, yeah. And that was Alpha Site. Alpha Site Logistics. Yep. They're great. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, 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 hey. Here we are back. SDORC Dirt Radio. We've got Ed Stoven, Audrey Mason in the house covering for Dave. He's out today. And we've got the wonderful Desiree Bates calling in for SDORC Dirt Radio on KCBQ 1170 AM 96.1 FM. The answer. San Diego. Um, to sponsor, this segment's brought to you by Wayne Miller Mobile Tire out in Santee. He's here for any of your tire needs, whether you're stuck on the side of the road or you just look in, you're in East County and you need some new tires for your cars. Go hit him up for a quote. Give him a call at 619-596-2800. All right. As we're back on for SDORC Dirt Radio, we've got Desiree Bates on the line with us. Des, how's it going? I'm so excited to have you on. Good. How are you guys? You guys are sounding awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I'm not going to lie. I'm you're very doing nervous. You're all by yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're doing great. Uh, it's so funny. Audrey's saying, oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And then the mic turns hot and she's just yeah. flowing like a professional. She's, she sounds professional. <laughs> Thanks. She's a pro. Two years of doing this, but never in the hot seat. And let me tell I you, know, it's yeah. totally different sitting in the hot seat. Yeah. You, you guys <laughs> in the <laughs> audience, you can't tell who's sitting where, but there's one spot where there's the computer where you can see everything. And then like us, the guests, we sit on the other side. So Audrey's now sitting in the, the driver's seat Ooh. and she can see the Indeed. engineer. You yes. can see the monitors, and um, it's pretty cool. So, Desiree, how are you doing? We're, Desiree and I have known each other a long time, 
and um, yep, it, it's it's fun to have you here again. Like we've been together working on off road stuff for a long time, and yeah, Desiree has been, been a, a big help to um, off road politics. Um, but but of course, what's her background with it? Is is she's she's a very good motorcycle rider. And I think you've done a lot of racing and you've won a few races in the women's classes, even have gone into the men's yeah, classes. Right. Yeah. And then you, even as a child, you were an off-roader. You, uh, you had a dune, a family dune buggy, uh, yep. which I, I mean, believe you, inha- you inherited and you still have yep. it. Is that true? Yeah. Still a functional. Didn't you just have it out recently? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I'm getting a new transmission, a bus tranny in it, and getting some extended, you know, axles. And, um, yeah, I'm going to upgrade it now. Nice, nice. So what uh, motorcycle do you ride? I have a Beta 300RR and a KX250F. Nice, nice. And what kind of racing uh, do you do? So typically uh, desert racing. Um, In the past, I've done District 37, Grand Prix, um, but mostly District 38 desert racing because it's close, and um, my my work allows me to, you know, go there because District 37 you have to travel a lot. So oh, so you um, might miss really the day before or after, day. yeah. Yeah, I can't really miss you know the Fridays anymore. I work in construction, and they kind of frown on that. Yeah, yeah, seven to three thirty, half hour yeah. lunch. Well, mine's really six thirty. <clears throat> Ooh, six thirty to to three. Three thirty mm-hmm. to three. Wow. Six thirty well, to three. Yeah. That gives you some time in the afternoon. That's nice. Yeah. So, did you ride dirt bikes as a kid? Um, not really dirt bikes. I grew up on a three wheeler, so I grew up on a sand rail. My dad's sand rail, and then um, I grew up riding three wheelers. And nice. then, as I grew older, um, I you know three wheelers were obviously made illegal, um, and so I I. Got a quad for a brief second, and then my friend got me on a dirt bike, and I was in love with the dirt bike ever since. So I, and right when I got the dirt bike, I just started racing because that was what was going to make me better. So I, I only rode a quad for like a year, and then I bought a 2005 CR450X. So I went big the first time. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot of bike. Yeah I, yeah, I paid. I paid for it, though. So <laughs> That's great. Um so you used to, you've been coming to San Diego Off-Road Coalition meetings for, I don't know, 10, 15 years or something, which is really cool. Yeah, off and on. And yeah, when you got your uh, your union job, you, you know, it was too hard to go from Escondido to Lakeside and then I get that, get up. But you've been coming again lately, which is really great to see you. Yeah. Well, a lot of times my classes were on the night of the meetings, so I couldn't make it to the meetings due to class. But now my my classes are on a Monday Wednesday schedule, so I can make it to the meetings. Yeah, it's fantastic. We love having you and everything that you've done. Quick, <clears throat> quick Thank question you. for you, Desiree. Mm-hmm. Um, what how what got you involved? Say you know, I mean, we we did a lead up for it, but I'd, I I want to hear your side of it and and what got you involved in Akatia Wells how did you first become active in it and um and and how did you grow uh your social media and basically yeah the fight for Akatia Wells and and everything so um I mean obviously you know I already stated that I've been off-roading my whole life and so with that I could, we could ride everywhere. We used to go to Ball Hill as a kid. That kind of dates my age, but whatever. Um, oh my God. I remember riding there. 
That's the other oh, side no, of Blow right? Sand. Yes, that was my dad's favorite spot, and so then they closed that down. And I remember my parents always being anti-Sierra um, Club when I was a kid because the Sierra Club hated off-roaders. And now, you know, so I grew up hating, or not hating, but, you know, despising a certain group because of them trying to shut down our off-road lands. And so, you know, I've been through the gamut of, like, okay, our park's getting smaller, our park's getting smaller. And then it was, I think, maybe, I don't even know, year two thousand and I want to say five it was probably about when I bought my 450 but um so they were starting to put geothermal wells they're trying to put geothermal wells on Ocotillo wells and um so geothermal drilling I'm sorry and so my friend and I this is pre-Facebook we printed flyers and we drove campsite to campsite trying to tell people of the geothermal drilling because um a lot of the times Things are, you know, um, are past because people just simply don't know about them, right? So, like, all these, you know, environmentalist groups or whomever don't like us are trying to pass things simply because we aren't informed about them. So the less people that can show up to an, a meeting, the less people that show up and vote or, you know, then then they have everything swayed in their opinion because it's by the numbers. And so all we were trying to do was, hey, this is what's going on. Let's Let's put, you know, let's rally together and stop this and so luckily for us you know geothermal drilling didn't go through because of the fact that our soils weren't weren't warm enough or you know the water beneath wasn't warm enough something to that effect but anyways it didn't it didn't happen so lucky for us that didn't happen but what i did do after that with with the um the lost the lost lizard the, i'm sorry the um flat tail horn lizard i started a facebook group and that's kind of all I did was with Fight Frock Tail Wells was just start a Facebook group. And then it just started growing. It started really like gaining steam. And so then I started, you know, doing desert cleanups and helping the SDRC. And since I started collecting money, the SDRC was super kind to take me under their umbrella and allow me to collect money legally, you know, because obviously I can't just collect money, you know, without, without some sort of like, you know, yeah, an organization. Knowing where this money is going. Yeah. So with that, the Five for Two Wells has been under the umbrella of the San Diego Off-Road Coalition for a few years now. And um, I, the only thing that would benefit the SDRC even better would be for the Five for Two Wells to grow and become a 501c3, a full 501c3 that can then raise money and then... Um, give back, you know, like, because whomever wants to become, you know, wants to donate to that 501c3 can then, you know, kind of benefit from it too. So that was why I wanted to form a full 501c3 so people could donate and, you know, we could do all sorts of like little cool things for the community and give back at the same time, whether it's a desert cleanup, whether it's like a veterans fun run or something like that. Um, we could we can make merchandise. We could do all sorts of things that you know, and give back to the the off roading community, whether it be the SDRC or whatever you know, whatever really needs our money to fight. Yeah, exactly. So, a little bit of background on yeah. that um, to not to not to cut you off real quick, Des, but um, the San Diego mm-hmm. Off Road Coalition (SDRC) we are a C seven political organization, so it allows us to. Um, no, we are a C7 political organization, and it allows us to work with um, the senators and assemblymen and, and congressmen so that we can 
move forward and we can have a lobbyist and we, we can we can spend petition, more money on a lobbyist spend more than, money the, the other, than, than regular the organizations but what what hurts us with that is like social media platforms where we have the most coverage that we possibly can we're not considered a charitable donation you you can't you know we can't get people you know other businesses or, well, or they, different they, things they where they can help us out and it. they can deduct it from Individual their taxes donations cannot be deducted from their taxes correct a, a business can d- can donate and they can take it off of their um taxes because when we're a, offering a them forms of, of advertising or it's, other things along a, as those a business lines. expense, that's yes. a different thing. Yeah. But just different. people giving us 20 bucks, uh, they, they can't write it off for us, but they can for the C3, 501C3. And a 501C3 is also eligible to get uh, grants that we're not eligible for, yep. including state park grants. And there's a lot more that we can do with a C3 than what we are limited with with the with a C7. So I'm really excited. Um, Desiree's been working really hard for the last couple of weeks um, to to progress forward and move forward. And um, here we are today, and we have a, a huge announcement that she is getting ready to you know let everybody know about. And so I'm super excited about that. Des, if you want to take it from here. Sure. Um, yeah, we're going to start the Dirt Rider Foundation. Um, it's going to be the 501c3 that is going to be a huge ally to the SDRC and um, other off-roading sources, resources like Corva or whatever that we can, anyone we can help out, you know, whoever needs to, hoping to raise enough money so that if they need something, they, we can be like, okay, here you go, you know, so, and so I think we're going to take this, we're going to just step it up a notch and um, we're going to, we're going to show that, you know, we, we love our off-road lands and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to sit still for this and we're going to raise a lot of money and make sure that um, things get taken care of. And one of the things that I love about the Dirt Rider Foundation is, um, you know, like unlike Corva, um, where it's the California Off-Road Vehicle Association, or SDRC, where it's San Diego Off-Road Vehicle Association, um, or <laughs> San Diego Off-Road Coalition, sorry, um, we... It's not limited, in my opinion. It's not limited to California. We can, because a lot of They're racing that San we do, Diego. I go to, I go to Nevada, I we go to could, Prim, I go to Arizona and Parker, Moab, I, Moab and, and San Hollow, and, you know, all the places that we go off-roading at, we can utilize the Dirt Rider Foundation where it's not limited to just the state of California. So I'm super excited right. about what this can bring forward and, and how progressing forward, moving forward with this. I mean, it, it's going to be huge. This is going to be absolutely and- huge. And honestly, that's why I, I went away from the fight for Akatia Wells thing, because um, I wanted it to be a little bit more inclusive of everybody, you know, like um, I didn't want it to just be Akatia Wells. Um, it was just a Dirt Rider Foundation in general, you know, just like kind of like the Surf Rider Foundation, I guess, is kind of like a, a great uh, model yeah, um, because they they protect all the waters. And so uh, the Dirt Rider Foundation is kind of the same thing where I want to protect all the dirt because as we've known like you know pismo or whatever you know it's just it's they set a precedent and then it just kind of carries over and it kind of affects everybody in the long run you know so if we can just stop it at the beginning go ahead let's take a quick break hold that thought let's take a quick break we'll come right back after this thank you for listening to sdrc dirt radio on 1170 am 96.1 fm the answer san diego
All right. Oh, I love that sound coming back. You're That's listening. music to my ears. Oh, yeah, mine too. <laughs> You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio on KCBQ 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. The answer. San Diego. We're here. We've got Desiree Bates on the line. You're in studio with Ed and Audrey. We're covering for Dave, who's out. And I just wanted to give a little bit of a background here. We just made a huge announcement on the last segment that Desiree has been working towards. And um, the new... Uh, 501c3 we've got the Dirt Rider Foundation and what our plans and and things are going to be so I'm super excited for that uh, I also just wanted to give a uh, shout out to and our and our commercial for Moda Forza uh, Triumph Escondido. We've got an upcoming Mountain Dash event next weekend on Sunday that Ed's going to be at. He won't be in studio with us, and it'll be starting at Moda Forza in Escondido. If you're interested in a dual sport bike, they are a motorcycle dealer. Um, hopefully, you can come out and meet us if you're interested next week in the Mountain Dash. Uh, it's at one two two zero West Washington Avenue in Escondido. If you want a new bike, give them a call at 760-746-6001. All right. And we're back with Desiree. Hey, Des. Hi. Hi. So how is that coming with – so you're forming a new organization, a new corporation, a 501c3. So where does that stand right now? What what have you done and what do you still need to do? And how can so I had to go. Obviously, there's a huge process to it all. Um, so I filed for tax or uh, employer identification number, tax ID. So I've done that statement of information, articles of information, this whole thing. Uh, I've done all that. Um, and the 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 hardest step is filing for the 501c3 tax exemption status itself. So I guess that's where I'm at right now is just trying to get that paperwork filed. Um, there's a lot of paperwork. When, when is that, that the 40 pages so worth of questions? Yeah, 40 pages of questions, yeah. So so we, we've talked a little right bit now. about that. Um, uh, can we meet on uh, this Thursday evening? Is, is that a good time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I, works. I was going to do Tuesday, and it turns out that uh, this woman who's running for county supervisor, Amy Reichard, um I'm, I'm going to help their campaign on Tuesday evening. That's the day they have oh, um, nice. a phone okay. bank. So I'm going to run in there and, and do that. So okay. Thursday, maybe at a buffet, somewhere we can have dinner sort of leisurely and stroll up and get a snack Perfect. anytime. I think that would be fun. No worries. I appreciate your time. And do you have a laptop Does with it, all that stuff? I don't. I don't have a laptop. All I have is my phone. But, okay. but one thing one. I didn't announce... Yeah, I can join is that too. Ed is also on the board of directors for the Dirt Rider Foundation. So um, he's he's going to be a, well, I'm the chief executive officer this time. And then uh-huh. Ed is um, on the board and he will be helping me out along the way. Um, so I'm really, I'm really excited because um, now I have somebody, well, a whole group of people, a whole resource of people that can help me form this, you know, 501c3 and then with my, you know, background in um, marketing and um, radio, and um, I've, I've got a whole graphic design, web design background before I got into the union. But, um, you know, so, so I'm really excited to have you guys help me out with this because I feel like with your guys' you know, guidance, I can really make this thing, like, huge for us. That's, that's a huge ally for the SDRC. 
Yeah. I'm very um, excited about this, and I'm very excited that Ed's on board because he has been, like, so instrumental in, in, in freaking everything, right? He's, like, goes to Sacramento, fights for all these, like, you know, our rights. And I guess nobody has inducted him into the Hall of Fame yet because he needs to be. Because uh, um, he he has fought more than freaking anybody for the last, what, 30 years, probably? Uh, you know, see. so, I, you know, my vote is Fred for the next induction. But, um, no, anyways... <laughs> My point is, is that I'm I'm so glad that Ed is on board because now I can I have somebody to say, hey, you know, what do you think about this? You know, because I I obviously don't know how to run a five hundred one c three, so um, I just want that I have the passion to do it and the drive to be an ally to the SDRC. And that's where it starts. You, that's you know where what? It starts. What makes me really interested about this is what we can do. Is uh, California yes. State Parks gives grants a lot of money in grants and and. I'm going to talk about that in a later uh, segment because grant comment period just ended and I've looked at a whole bunch of grants and we'll talk about some uh-huh. of those. But um, a 501c3 is eligible for those grants. So SDRC yeah. is a different kind of nonprofit and we're not eligible. Yeah, and you were correct, Ed. I just want to, on the last segment, I said C7 instead of C4 and my dyslexia has been really bad this week. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't go to work this week. I've had a, ba- a rough week myself with my health. Oh, and my. so I'd confuse that. We uh, SDRC is a C4. Corva is a C7. I've been reading Corva's bylaws lately and I think that's oh, why that's stuck that in my ex- head. So yeah, I'm that's, sorry. That'll do that. Yeah, okay, keep going. Sorry, so, I just wanted to correct myself. So the Dirt Rider Foundation is going to be a C3 and we can apply for grants from state parks. For an example... Uh, the uh, Imperial County Chamber of Commerce is a C3 and Charlotte Teeters who put on the, the Glamis, the Imperial Sand Dunes cleanups for years. She got state parks grants. She got a pretty good chunk of money to do all the activities over there. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do and spend money on that helps off-roading. So, and, and I'm wondering if Audrey can, uh, be part of the organization and make, cause you ran the cleanup this past year. Yeah. Maybe if with a state parks grant, you could do even a, a bigger, better job. Oh yeah. If we had the money, we had no money so and we, we had, had a, a couple weeks to put together the event and it was huge. I mean, we I, didn't have that long. We didn't work that hard and we did a good event, but it could have been bigger. It could have been bigger and better for sure. And see, that's why I want to help out. That's where I come in. You know, that's why I want to do this because then you have all the money you need to facilitate whatever you need. Yep. You know, yeah, I mean cool. that. That's what we're for. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole purpose of Doretta Foundation. I'm so excited to team up with you on this. And even, I, even the ASA, you know, like if, you know, the dunes cleanup, for example. I mean, I don't really go to Glamis a whole, whole lot. But, I mean, I, like I said before, if something happens in any off-road area, then it just kind of sets the precedence. And I and it's something that we all need to be cognizant of and take care of. And so that's that's why Fight for Rocketeer Wells has changed from the Fight for Rocketeer Wells to the Dirt Rider Foundation because um, it's it, it's all encompassing. Well, that's it's, that's really great. I'm glad he did it that way because I personally I love Rocketeer Wells. Like that is my home away from home. That's my favorite place to ride. But it's not the only place to go. Right. I mean, I also love Painted Gorge. Same. I've taken Audrey over there, and that's mm-hmm. why we do a cleanup over there because yep. there's some amazing terrain. And Audrey loves the dunes. 
I'm not so much of a Duner, but Audrey loves the dunes. I love the dunes and superstition, I think, would be my second. And I think it's because all the sand yep. is blown over from the dunes. It's really becoming <laughs> its own dune. The dunes keep stealing <laughs> like... the sand from, from uh, superstition. <laughs> no, I think Because <laughs> it keeps blowing that direction. Um, and we also love uh, Cleveland National Forest, Corral Canyon. I was yeah. out there a couple weeks yes, ago exactly. riding. Yep. And so this organization, this new organization, can help all those areas. Yep. And we can yep. also go to the northern areas and we could go out of state. You know, it doesn't matter what we do. Yeah. So so right. it really, I, I think with your uh, leadership and, and the rest of us working with you, we can do some great things in the future. Yeah, her marketing I skills. I agree. Is, and, I think you know, I, I totally forgot because... So Desiree, she's a normal woman, attractive woman, and you wouldn't think that she's she's a a, a welding hobbyist. She welds. Yeah. <laughs> she rides a dirt bike. But before she's an you were electrician, and she's an electrician. An electrician. But before that, you were doing social media for um, a company, which I think is yep. pretty cool. So you have a variety of skills. So when you bring this to the Dirt Rider Foundation, you you have your multimedia background. And then yep. you have your off-road vehicle background. So that's going to be a, a neat combination of skills that you can use to, to help our cause. And yes, definitely. And I have a graphic arts background, a web design background. So with that, um, so my graphic design background um, is now directly related to my welding background because what I do is I take, I design stuff on the computer and my graphic design software and then I send it to the laser cutter, and then I have metal cut out, you know. So, for example, this November, I'm encouraging everybody to come out this November to the Lost Lizard Fun Run because Competitive Metals is on board, as well as American Laser Fab. They've always been super supportive of SDRC and Five Rocketeer Wells in the future, uh, or in the past, I should say. And But in the future, in November, they are going to be a huge supporter of um, the new Dirt Rider Foundation uh, because we will be donating fire pits, like custom fire pits with the Dirt Rider Foundation, Competitive Metals logo, um, American Laser Fab, all, you know, cut out of, it's going to be this beautiful fire pit um, that I will be doing, Born Dirty, my company, my personal company will be doing and donating on behalf of the Dirt Rider Foundation, Competitive Metals, and American Laser Fab. Um, we'll have really cool uh, fire pits donated to the raffle as well as the desert cleanup. So we will be doing, Dirt Rider Foundation will take over this year's desert cleanup. That is oh, so exciting. That's nice. That's a load off our, our backs. So yes. Desiree, yes, these fire pits? Load off of you guys. Yep. What's that? These, these fire pits, are they off the ground? Like, are they above the ground? Do all your ashes stay have, in this thing? They will have a base to them, yes. So you could dump the ashes off. So they're going to be a responsible way of burning. Um, so just to, you know... You, in, in our deserts, you can have a fire pit, yes. You can have rocks well, around it. it depends and, where you, you just, say. Ocotillo Wells, you can right. have a on-the-ground fire. Anza Borrego Desert yes. State Park, you're not, not allowed to have right. an on-the-ground fire. Yeah. I've, I've talked so to some this, people who help uh, the Anza Borrego Foundation, and they like, oh, my God, we have all these fire pits that people make that we have to clean up. It's a big pain in the butt. So if they had these things, so, that would make their life easier. Right. 
So this is going to be a full self-contained fire pit that has a bottom to it and it's all collapsible so you can take the whole thing apart so got little you know handles to carry um and then you can just put it in your car um and take it with you to your next campsite and it's just a more responsible way of burning things i want to win one of these or maybe i can just have one yeah. made yeah can you I? can't win then i can't win the president's not you can only win because in the future we'll do something where you can buy one but you know let's we're just going to focus on the dirt rider foundation You're right now I'm still, gotta, I'm still working on the logo so you know things are a little tight this year but um i definitely like the logo one. that you've started and and are working on um and i I'm love excited your comment to see and add a what... dirt bike to it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i'm a dirt bike rider well, by so the way it's all encompassing well, and, yes well and it has to have a rider right it's dirt rider foundation but you know uh, i've got three logo design ideas that i'm trying to facilitate right now and then i'll send them over to you guys and we'll vote on it and i was hoping to have the whole board uh, vote on it um yeah but that's that's where i'm at right now is getting logo well, designs out um more than one and then you, we'll all take a vote yeah can you come back on the next 15 minute segment we got to take sure. a quick break. All right. Desiree's coming back. Sure. Thank you for listening to SDRC Dirt Radio, FM uh, 96.1 FM, 1170 AM. The answer. San Diego. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We're on our last little segment here on SDRC Dirt Radio, KCBQ, 1170 AM, 96.1 FM. The answer. San Diego. We're returning with uh Desiree Bates joining us. We're talking Dirt Rider Foundation, a new C3 starting here, uh, based out of San Diego, but not limited to California or San Diego no. at all. I'm so excited. Completely inclusive, so it doesn't matter what type of OHV that you're riding on, whether you're a side-by-side dirt biker, quads, uh, you've got a 4 by 4 Jeep Toyota or GMC, um, as or Dave's out testing through, or your, <laughs> yes, your ATC. We love our three-wheelers. Three-wheelers. Desiree, um, you've never ridden my three-wheeler, I don't think. No. I'll have to put you I've on that. I've never ridden your three-wheeler. Yes. I've taken out just for Audrey to ride, and we've had fun riding Oh, that I've thing. had so much fun on that. I have a 200X, 1985. What a great vehicle. So yeah. We'll have to put you on that for... You can reminisce about the yes, old days. Okay. So we... Um, yes. <laughs> it, it was a uh, fight for Ocotillo Wells, and you've been to Ocotillo Wells lots of times. We've been there together. Um Desiree, what's what's your best memory of riding, of time spent in Ocotillo Wells? So, um, so many times. I mean, my buggy, I mean, is my best memory of Ocotillo Wells because That's that when was my dad's favorite when I was a kid. Yep. My dad built that thing before I was born. And he's, he's, he's built several buggies, I should say. I don't know what version this one was, but... Um, I have his latest buggy before he passed away. And um, I just remember him racing his buddies up, up Willow Sand. And um, I, I remember he would go so fast, my cheeks would just like, you know, you know, like, he, and I remember my, my, my best memory is he was driving. And so my buggy's a two by two, you know, it's there are two adult seats and two children's seats, which I've since removed because I don't have kids. But anyways, um, and I remember looking in the in the headlight. So there was a it, the headlight was chrome, so it had reflectiveness. And um, I saw myself and my dad in this light in the headlight. And that's the thing that reminds me of the desert the most is sitting in the back of the buggy, seeing my dad driving the buggy. 
Oh, that's so that awesome. buggy has like like this memory to me that's like that's all I want in life is that buggy. Like I don't need any other, you know, memory of my dad except for that buggy. Wow. Audrey, what's your um best memory of camping and riding in Akatia Wells? Oh, very, very, very similar to Desiree. I got to say, it's the family time and the family adventures out there. Uh, We can go a little heartwarming. And again, and I know it's Mother's Day, and I'm sorry to all the mothers out there, but it was my dad, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could say it was um, uh, my dad taking me out and having a bighorn experience on the backside of Ocotillo Wells leading towards Anza Borrego and or what actually very similar area to where Des was speaking of, um, where my dad took us, um, uh, and we, we found some bighorn sheep and we would go camping there. You could camp right where it is. And in 2011 or 2012, um, the part of Ocotillo Wells that I grew up going to with my dad and, and my brother and my family and enjoying got added to Anza Parego. and Anza Parego is trails only. And so now mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you cannot access you you cannot hike to it you cannot drive to it you cannot get to the location that i grew up going to because you're supposed to stay on trails only so it's hard it's heartbreaking for me and that's what got me involved in um ohv advocacy because in in 2012 i think is when i learned that what what do you mean that had been in a three-year process and you would were accepting comments and and you i could have stood up and spoken i could have fought for this like what do you mean that that closure i didn't know anything about it nobody made us aware of it we had no idea um all of a sudden it's closed yes yeah all of a sudden it's closed and and there's no more and you get a ticket and find if you get caught out there and it could be really bad yeah. so you know that's that's when i became active with the off-road coalition and, and realizing that there's a lot more um that goes into uh, this and a, a full-on review and um you know the general management plan how it's going to be operated and and how it gets mm-hmm. absorbed too yeah. and how that all came to fruition and it was um it was it it's, to me, it's it's still devastating to me that I can't take my nieces and my nephews and all the future generations, and you know we're yep. they're here to pre- to protect and preserve that environment. But who are you preserving right. it for? Like nobody has access to it anymore, so nobody could even go and you know enjoy the beautiful area of. And so yeah. that's um, yeah, it's a very I I still to this day. So can I can I. Can I share a Mother's Day story since it's yes. Mother's Day? Please yes, please do. So my so my, my father was the sand rail guy. You know, he built the sand rail. Uh, my mom was a three-wheeler rider. So my mom rode the three-wheeler my, while my dad drove the buggy with us in it, you know. so <laughs> And I remember one time my, my mom kind of went through an off-camber, you know, tip. She tipped over. And I remember her, like, she had her left hand down, kind of trying to push herself up, whatever, um, because she didn't want to put her foot down. Because as we three-wheeler people know. I know very well. You don't well. put your foot down. Nope. <laughs> yes, because you're going to run over your da- own damn leg. You yeah, know? it'll just so suck your foot right the, under. <laughs> yes. So that's how I learned, yeah, don't put your foot down, you know? So, because my mom, she didn't. She did not put her foot down. She knew better. But um, she was a badass three-wheeler rider. You know, and that's, I mean, I guess my mom's a little, you know, she, she was a little badass on her three-wheeler. <laughs> so my, both my parents have always loved off-roading and it's carried over to me. So now I ride a dirt bike and my sand row, but, 
You know, both my parents have equally contributed to my love of off-roading and the preservation thereof, you know? That's so awesome. Wow. Your mom is because amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, and I remember going, she was in, when she tipped over, it was like going towards the pumpkin patch. And the pumpkin patch was a lot more, you know, you know, the the pumpkins were a lot more full then. So I understand that the preservation of of our off-road lands is why I get it because we go out there for the sheer fact that it's gorgeous out there. You know, like we go out there to relax. So we want the best of both worlds, right? We want to take care of the land as well as off-road in the land. You know, this is our release. So that is, I guess, the goal of the Dirt Rider Foundation is to, you know, take care of our desert as well as off-road in our desert. So it's, it's, very much both like there's a there's a happy medium that can be obtained here is we take care of it and we ride in it yeah yeah and we shouldn't stop access full access to and no. it, it allows us to enjoy mother nature in at her finest and actually get out yeah. and not be stuck inside and on our phones or stuck in uh what and i would have to say go ahead uh, well, I was just going to turn it over to Ed and say, so Ed, you oh. just asked us, so <laughs> let's let's turn it to you and ask you, well, what's, thanks, what's your favorite riding so, area? I've been riding out there a long time. I'm 61 now, and I first went out there when I was 16, and I've gone out numerous yeah. times every winter since then. I've had a lot of great times, mm-hmm. but I, I think about like what was yeah. a really great trip, and I, uh, my best friend Andy, uh, I don't know, we were about... 30 or 30 something. And he moved to Chicago for the, to take part in the family business. And he bought a big motor home. He has four kids. And every Christmas he would drive from Chicago to, to Ocotillo Wells. And we'd go out for like four or five days and we would camp together and off road out there. So his, his boys were getting big enough to ride and we did this trip and it had just rained out there. This maybe 10 years ago, the boys are teenagers and it rained a lot. And you guys know about the sand washes. There's riverbeds in the desert that are dry 99% mm-hmm. of the time. But when it really rains, the water moves through. And Wait, normally what? when you go into a, a sand wash, there's like two tracks mm-hmm. where the tires go. Well, we went into Tectonic Gorge, which is on the north side of Ocotillo Wells, just south of S22. And Tectonic Gorge... The water had come through, and the whole place was flat as a pancake, wet sand. And we put the first tracks in the brand-new surface. And I was leading the group, and it was like a groomed uh, flat track, racetrack. Wow. And we just come in. You could lean it way over, and it was just a wonderful experience. And just racing and leading the group and running through there, and all my buddies... Andy behind me, some other guys and his kids. That's one of my favorite washes with how up. tall it is and you're just it's in spectacular it and wash. it's just absolutely yep. gorgeous and wow. So that that was one of my, my best uh, memories mm. out there. So I, I love that place. I even have gone out there in the summertime when there's nobody yeah. out there and you get out there at yep. dusk and you ride till midnight, camp out and yeah. then you ride again in the morning. And, uh, oh, it's getting hot, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Well, okay, we load up quick and head for the mountain. That's so awesome. Well, I just want to... we still do. Yes, we still do it to this day. I've done it a couple times with you. We've gone out there in August to to lay out the Lost Lizard Fun Run. Yes. 
just it's burning hot but hey at least we're out in the desert yeah well desiree thank you for joining us yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. Become a member of SDORC when the Dirt Rider Foundation set up. It will be a membership uh-huh. a organization as well. $25 annual membership pays for us to be here, pays for our lobbyists, the things that we do and what we're involved in. Uh, reach out to us. Um, also, thank you for tuning in and listening to SDORC Dirt Radio. Uh KCBQ 1170 AM 96.1 FM. The answer. San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.